Hi, and welcome to the Pediatric Dermatology Research Alliance Getting to Know You series. I'm your host, Jen Dawson, and with me today is Dr. Kelly Cadoro. Dr. Cadoro is Professor of Dermatology and Pediatrics at the University of California, San Francisco. She is also the Division Chief of Pediatric Dermatology and Pediatric Dermatology Fellowship Director at UCSF. She's also the McClaumont Family Endowed Professor in Pediatric Dermatology and a co-founding member of PEDRA. Thank you so much for being here today, Dr. Cadoro. Let's get to know you. Thank you. It's great to be here, Jen. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about how you got involved in pediatric dermatology. Sure. Um, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, just outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, and it seems like a long story to get to pediatric dermatology, but an incredible journey. After college, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to pursue as a career. And my physics professor actually got me an interview with his brother, who was a pediatric allergist at the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Um, I ended up getting the job. I worked for a research assistant, or as a research assistant for a, a two years, working on clinical trials. And early in that second year of work, I realized um, I was really drawn to the cognitive challenges of, of the clinical care and applied to medical school. I went to med school in Penn, at Penn State in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I actually did an internship in internal medicine, followed by dermatology at UVA, University of Virginia. And it's a long story, Jen, but suffice to say that the month I spent doing a pediatric dermatology elective with Alona Frieden at UCSF during my residency absolutely and forever changed the arc of my career. Uh, it turned out that I ultimately pursued a pediatric dermatology fellowship with her at UCSF, and I've never left. That was in 2007. Um, and so the, the field, I was drawn to the field of pediatric dermatology absolutely by a mentor and by the expertise that I saw and the challenges um, physically, cognitively, and emotionally uh, that come with taking care of children. And so here I am in pediatric dermatology. Wow, I love that you were inspired by fellow co-founding member, Alona Frieden. That's such a great story. Yeah. So tell me, what led you to be a part of the co-founding group of PEDRA? Well, that's another great story. Um, I am truly the beneficiary of mentorship and opportunity. Al Alona Frieden actually offered so many opportunities for me to get involved, actually even before I became a fellow and then after. And I remember the very moment when she came to me and said, you know, there's a group of, there's a group of colleagues that, have, that are tackling the use of systemic therapy for atopic dermatitis in children. And she said, I really want you to be involved in this. It's perfect for you. I had practiced adult dermatology for two years before I did a pediatric dermatology fellowship and really was interested in systemic therapy. And later, the, the members of that core group of, meet, of researchers, among a few others, were really became the founding members of PEDRA. And I still remember, Jen, the, you probably have seen that vintage photo that circulates and is now in the PEDRA archives. Yes, I am. Um, I'm on the photo, Amy Paller, Jeff Sugarman, Winnis Tom, um, and maybe a couple of others, that photo's become historic. And I have to say, I remember the moment sitting in that room 
when we came up with the acronym PEDRA and the idea, um, you know, was initiated. Now, certainly there were other founders that weren't um, represented in that photo, like Alona and Larry and others. But every time I look at that photo and think about that experience of being pulled in by a mentor to have a seat at the table and then becoming a founding and contributing member of this organization, it's really, I'm really awestruck um, that I've had the opportunity to do that. Really, that story just gives me goosebumps. It's like I'm there feeling the energy that you all were feeling. Yeah. And with mentorship being such um, a core theme for you, what kind of um, advice or what kind of message would you like to share with trainees and early career people? Yeah, uh, thank you. It's a great question. I mean, uh, several messages I think that are really important. First, there's many ways to contribute and every contribution counts. And I think that feelings of guilt or shame because you don't have time or you don't have resources um, or you have other priorities at the moment should not enter into this equation because taking care of patients is the greatest gift. Researching and advancing the science and collaborating with others um, builds on that. And I think it's a really important to know that, that there's often a time that you can contribute and there's times that you can't. Also, follow your passion and really be open to new opportunities. If you're not sure what direction you wanna go, listen, learn. In the beginning, it's really important to say yes to things and, and your scope might be broad over time and then uh, broad in the beginning and then over time you can really narrow your focus as you develop an area of expertise. And I think it's important to recognize that if you're able to narrow your focus, you can really pursue scholarship and make contributions in that area of focus. Anything from formalized research, collaborative research, giving lectures, teaching the next generation, uh, and even making a, you know, a contribution where it matters the most, which is in the clinic for patients. Um, and I might just add the corollary to all of this is don't take on too much. Because if you say yes to everything, your plate will become way too full. And when you're overcommitted, it's really hard to then um, make all of your commitments count. You kind of become overwhelmed and then paralyzed by too much on your plate. So really, though it's easy and attractive to say yes to everything, it's important to really think about the consequences of, of saying yes and limit your commitments to what you think you can accomplish. Mm, such great wisdom in that. And I love how you talk about really the patients being the inspiration for that wisdom. So with that in mind, do you have a message that you'd like to share with patients, parents, and advocates that are part of PEDRA or might be wanting to be a part of PEDRA? Yes. Yeah, the patients, the parents, and the advocates are everything. It's why we train so hard to become doctors. It's why PEDRA exists. Um, at the end of the day, our organization is for patients and to improve their lives and advance the knowledge. And really my happiest, most satisfied, most self-actualized is when I'm in the room with a patient mm -hmm. and a parent and trying to solve a riddle and facing the challenges of either a difficult diagnosis, a complicated therapeutic plan, or maybe even just helping a patient recognize that they don't have to be limited by their condition. And, and it's an absolute privilege, really, to work alongside 
parents that have formed advocacy groups. We have so many in pediatric dermatology. Um, and really that parents take on this opportunity to use their resources and their time. It's incredibly inspiring and humbling to be part of it. And I think when patients and parents and um, form advocacy groups and dedicate their time to advancing the science and, and educating others, this really makes a huge difference for lawmakers, for decision makers. So not just in medicine itself, but in policy and the downhill positive consequences that can, that can come from advocating. And so I would say my message is, it's a privilege to work with parents, with patients, with the groups. It's an absolute um, honor to be able to push the knowledge forward to help the next patient and the next family. That's such an amazing approach to this collaborative nature that Pedra has laid down as our foundation. And, and it's just, I can see how important it is to you and who you are as a physician and a researcher. So with that in mind, what's the most rewarding thing about your career? Oh, Jen, I think being in a room with a patient I have learned so much from two-year-olds, five-year-olds, 10-year-olds. The authenticity of a child is absolutely remarkable. The resilience and the bravery of children that face something as minor as a wart or as you know, severe and disabling as a, as a um, complex inflammatory or autoimmune, um, autoimmune condition or a disfiguring anomaly. Really walking into a room and seeing a patient get better, seeing a patient feel better, and kind of seeing their world open up when their skin disease is properly diagnosed or, or adequately managed. And you know, I think what's also rewarding is recognizing that we can't always solve every problem, but if we can help patients and families recognize, you know, that they have a condition and the condition doesn't have them, that they find a way to live with their condition if, they, if we can't find a way to make it go away. Um, I think that's the most satisfying part of my career clinically. In addition to that, you know, the personal growth and satisfaction I get from learning, from working with brilliant colleagues and my mentors through the years who have taught me so much, working with adult learners as, as a fellowship director, getting to work with fellows who are, you know, seeing the light bulbs go off in their head, hearing the really thoughtful, logical thought process that they have about patient care and how much I learn every day in the, in the process. And you know, Jen, every day I read and I learn. Every day I'm stumped. Absolutely every day I'm stumped by something in the clinic. I have to go home, I have to read, I have to research, I have to tell parents, look, I'm gonna read a little more, I have some homework to do and I'll get back to you. It, this really keeps me humble and refreshed and renewed and ready to face the challenges of the next day. And I know I never have to face it alone. I've got my patients with me, I've got my colleagues with me, I've got my learners and my collaborators. And it's really just such an incredibly privileged place to be. And Pedra is a huge part of that. Thank you so much, Dr. Cadoro. I can feel your energy and, and how devoted you really are to your patients and to your mission of getting to the root of these causes and helping everybody so much. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful getting to know you. It's such a delight. And, and likewise, thank you so much for the opportunity to talk to you today and share my story.